We are back. We are back. I'm your host, JFB. This is Third Eye High Podcast, where we deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture. So I wanted to cover topic is building uh, energy, right? Or a topic that's stealing energy, right? But it's more like uh, a rerun. So we're watching a rerun. A rerun of what? A rerun of the same propaganda. Now, a lot of us don't have a, a very astute attention span. So a lot of the masses, right? They don't realize that a lot of this stuff that we're seeing, you saw this in 2020. You fell for it in 2020, and the people are falling for it again. And this is all on cue. So now in 2020, there was a drill that was taking place all across the country, right? A series of drills. You notice that this was supposed to be the world's uh, most dangerous, uh, you know, pandemic and all this other stuff. And... They quarantined people in their houses and then said, everybody go outside and fucking protest. <laughs> Remember that? Everybody go outside and protest. And they started with the, the George Floyd thing. But like, we already know that that's a, a, a stir up in its, in, its, in its own. And while the new protests and all that stuff is brewing, believe it or not, uh, the guy Derek Chauvin, he's uh actually <laughs> he's appealing his case. You know, he, he he's trying to get his conviction overturned. Now, now wait a minute. If we all watched, you know, what we watched and you know, foot on the neck and all this other stuff, and convict the man, and then everyone celebrated, you know, the Black Lives Matter uh, sponsored, you know, takedown. You know, yeah, we we got justice. You know, that's what everybody said. We got just right. Well. Why is the cop appealing his case? Now, 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 keep in mind, everyone has the right to appeal a case, right? That that's, doesn't mean you're going to win the case. But in the sentencing arguments, the judge himself said, you know, this defendant has the right to appeal on the following grounds, you know, that the media and the bias and all the stuff. And, you know, he was convicted in the media before the trial even began and all this. This was the way the judge was talking to him giving his counsel an alley-oop like my man I know how it looks and you know I'm gonna sentence you to 12 years or whatever the hell they gave him but on the on under the surface he was like giving cues to his counsel like hey if you guys want to appeal this you know I will be in support of it no objections here in fact I'll give you some talking points to add on your appeals application so be on the lookout for that because if they can reopen that wound, right? Because that was some robot shit where you had uh, <laughs> people all walks of life in the street, you know, screaming this guy's name and, you know, we want justice for this guy. When, you know, there were hundreds of people killed since that case and nobody kept the same energy. You know what I'm saying? Sally, Susie, Becky, and, and, and Kim Lee, they wasn't in the streets like they was in the streets for, for, for the Floyd cat. They even made a statue of this nigga. He got a statue like they made a statue of Martin Luther King. But all of that was a psyop. It was to, to, to pull on your heartstrings. Now, all of this stuff is about to be recooked. So I want you guys to take a 
ride in the DeLorean, right? We're going to go back to the future. We're going to go back to 2020. We're going to examine some of these events because you're going to see them play out in 2023. And it was all set up that way to do so. So you look at the situation with the, the riots and, you know, we never seen nothing like that all across the country. And right now, you got about, you know, a lot of robberies happen in terms of the kids are running back in the stores because you guys allowed them to go into the stores in 2020. Remember that? They, they quarantined people in their house. Then they said, yo, fuck it. Go outside and let your frustration out. We understand you. We feel you. Defund the police. Black Lives Matter. Remember all that shit they was kicking? And then Black Lives Matter, you know, ran off with $60 million in donations. Right? And they're revving up to run it up yet again. Right? So this is why the title of this build, Riot So You Could Run It Up. Riot So You Can Run It Up. We're going to go over this unprecedented, uh, these unprecedented series of events that you've seen in 2020. Right? Where... They was destroying shit all across the country. And then you found out that many of these riots were staged, orchestrated. So you had sprinkled in there a few of your people that, that you know, were outraged and this and that. But, like, this ain't the 60s. If, if you're continuing to march and protest, and at the end of that march and protest, there's no remedy. Why continue to march and protest? If you're marching and you have no direction, you're not going anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere. And this is why none of that stuff has been effective as to date. Or has it? Because it has been effective to corporations. It has been effective to big business. It has been effective to government policy. Because all of this stuff creates conditions to where they say, hey, we got to create a solution to, to the problem that we let stir up. Or rather, orchestrated to stir up. So... In the midst of that, you got the riots taking place. You know, there was a, a string of uh, violent protests in Atlanta, right? What the fuck are these people protesting, right? They're mixing all of these these things back together. You got, you know, uh, people a part of the, the abortion protests. Like, what exactly are you protesting? If you understand that, you have free will. This was given to you by your creator. This is why you can, you can stop these people with a religious exemption. You know, if you need any help, contact me for that. I helped over 300 people. Uh, receive successful religious exemption and I'm talking about police officers nurses, firemen, you know, people of all walks of life and they all got their thing accepted and I just use the bible on these people but we're talking about true spiritual sight so you're looking at a situation where they're telling people we're gonna tell you what to do with your body, right? and here's the thing, women shouldn't be in that that argument for or against because you are a part of the supreme creator, ladies, which means you have free will. So whether you want to abort a child, whether you want to conceive a child, that's your personal business. Should be no courts involved in that shit. Shouldn't be nobody protesting in the street. All that stuff is created to have a this side versus that side, right? It's like the Coliseum mentality, right? Everybody's coming to see one side win and one side lose. And people are in the stands cheering. But it's like, who's making money off the whole event? And that's what we're going to focus on here today. So there was a, a, a violent protest in Atlanta a few weeks ago, right? And it was supposed to be like a Black Lives Matter protest, right? And, you know, they got another victim. You know, we're going to talk about the the, the the case of Tyree Nichols, right? I don't want to really touch too much on that because everybody's everybody's talking about that. 
and they're covering it from you know surface lens that everyone else is viewing this thing but i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little bit deeper in this shit so we got another you know token black in the news to where oh my god police killed this man but remember they always give you a case where the facts are are skewed the 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 video is always something that pulls on your heartstrings it's something that gets you angry and it's always uh a steven spielberg type production right meaning you you don't see anyone else around trying to intervene even screaming out or you know they said people were afraid in the neighborhood right you always get this video that surfaces right it's always a video that goes to the media it's always a video that goes to the media and they make sure that you see contact and then a lifeless body to 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 really uh enforce that picture of you know that police prowess like we still got power over you niggas and that was the same concept when they used to hang slaves from the tree to to you know readminister that image in, in the heads of anyone else that wanted to be raising up against oppression right but this particular case is kind of weird because it's five black cops this time right you know how it's always you know the white officers and and racism plays a factor and then what plays a factor here when the person that was killed was was an alleged black man so-called and the officers were so-called black so now they flipped the whole dynamic so now you're like should i be angry maybe i'm angry but then if you look closer it's showing you not so much of the anger but it's like this is a system this is a system that allows these things to happen somebody employed these people right so the system should be addressed not on no defund the police shit but like wait a minute you're hiring people that's using a badge and we already know that the first gangs were the police force right we know that and they say it themselves they have the you know the 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 code of silence the blue wall you know where, where if they see some bullshit they're not gonna tell on each other that kind of policy and that kind of shit gotta be broken up mayor of new york city is talking about all of the police officers got to get mandatory uh you know sensitivity training they got to take these special classes to, to, for for unbiased un- unconscious bias that's what they call it unconscious bias what the fuck is that like you're only biased between you're only biased against one race of people when you're dealing with any other national they're not addressing this like oh my god i just randomly shot an asian guy and i think i need training to know how to deal with an asian guy they don't need that oh i pulled over a european in a traffic stop and he left with his life they didn't need sensitivity training to just give a ticket and keep it moving you notice when when they interact with our people it's always an extreme situation taking place now this situation with the brother the ups driver the backstory goes right and we we never know you know because they're always put out a story for us to feed off of but the backstory was dude was smashing one of the cops ex-wives right the the cops from the scorpion squad or whatever dude was smashing the the the, the cop's ex-wife and the cop didn't like same way if a brother in the street and his ego and his feelings and somebody smashing his ex and he don't like and now he want to tell a few of his partners i think homie is sucking he's smashing my my ex-wife maybe i want to 
run up on him and put a little fear into dude, right? So, allegedly how this goes, this is what happened. They were coming up to this kid to maybe scare him off, you know, get him to stop messing with dude's ex-wife, or maybe put the beats on him, just to beat him up or whatever. And, as you guessed it, the plan didn't go as expected. You know, they end up, you know, assaulting this kid to the point where he succumbed to his injuries and he's no longer with us. My condolences to his family. But, we're gonna go back to this because this shouldn't have you in the streets losing your shit because, remember, the the circumstances are totally different here. You got black-on-black crime now. Remember, that that's their quickest comeback when they say, you know, yeah, you keep saying the police kill you, but hey, you guys kill you. So now it's the police killing you that look like you. So now it's even more of a strange situation for you to lend your energy to. And I would tell anyone that's, you know, in the streets protesting and doing, yo, go back to 2020 and what came of that? What came of that? He keeps saying, oh, they convicted the guys to kill George Floyd and all. I hear you. Well, Derek Chauvin's going to be home by 2024. Remember, you heard it here first. His appeal is going to successfully move through. Watch watch how all of these weird, strange turn of events happen. But they are engaging in, in a, a spiritual war with us, right? So now February is allegedly heart month, right? February, February is heart month, right? Now February is also so-called Black History Month, right? So it's like this is the time where we pull on the niggas' energy, the black and brown community. This is the time where we pull on their energy and poke the bear. And February's perfect time to do it. 28 28 days in a month, right? 28 days corresponds with the women's uh, cycle, right? And the moon cycle, right? All of this is emotional, so they're going to be conjuring up a lot of emotional energy from our people. And of course, it's heart, National Heart Month, right? I, I didn't know that. It was a damn thing, but apparently it is. And what's ironic, National Heart Month, they released a story. There's a rise in cases where young teens are having heart trouble. Young teens are having heart attacks. And they write this article as if, ah, it's just, you know, some shit that happens. You know, he's 15. He had a heart attack. You know, they do that. Wait a minute. Like, back in the day, people had heart attacks and they, you know, 60s, 70s. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Now, they're saying the heart attacks are linked to COVID. See how they get themselves out of a situation? First, they came out, you know, after we, you know, put it out there and they said it was conspiracy that, you know, the vaccines were linked to causing heart attacks and strokes and all this other shit. And you've seen a lot of celebrities, people that endorse the vaccines die of heart failure. And then they say, no, there's no connection. But let's go back. They're covering their tracks now because a lot of people that took those vaccines, those adverse reactions are visiting them. Meaning people are having heart trouble. People are developing micro blood clots. Like all of this stuff, you know, was already said. It's all public knowledge. But they have a way of saying, yeah, we're going to tell the truth. We're going to say we lied. But hey, put a nice PR spin on it and still look like they're trying to save your life. So now they're saying that it's COVID that's causing the heart trouble. So now you need to get a vaccine so you won't have a heart attack. But well, wait a minute, my nigga. You just came out publicly. Pfizer said that the, the, 
we're, we're investigating the links between the vaccine and cardiomyitis and, you know, the swelling of the heart muscles and heart failure and strokes and all of this stuff that we were talking about. They publicly came out and said it and then put out another article that said, nah, it's really not a link. It's only a few rare cases. But then they cover their tracks and say kids are having heart attacks, which is abnormal. And they say it's perfectly normal because it's COVID and we're trying to fight COVID. They're on a particular timeline. They rebooted 2020. Now, it might not feel like it to you, and you think this pandemic's over, and it, it's a scamdemic. It's been a scamdemic. But the World Health Organization met on June 20, January 26th of this year, right? And they decided to extend the emergency for the global pandemic. So this thing isn't over. They put out a story yesterday, so-called Zoom call President Biden, he, he's saying we're going to end the pandemic in May. Mind you, May. May starts, May ends cold and flu season. Pay attention. In 2020, they did the same shit. The cases rose up in the wintertime, and the cases dropped in May when cold and flu season kind of leaves. See, they're, they're, they're fucking with you, but if you really pay attention, there's a pattern that they've been following since 2020, and they're going to reboot it. So, in May, what do they have up the pipeline? By May, they have, all of the states have to uh, administer this Real ID Act. Talking about that for a few years, the Real ID Act. So by 2023 of May of 2023, they got to implement this Real ID Act. So wait a minute, the ID in your pocket isn't real? The fuck's going on here? Why do you have to get a Real ID if you already got an ID? Pay attention. All of this stuff has something to do with all these immigrants in the country. We're going to go over all this shit. This has something to do with all of this. And I'm just going to paint these pictures to, to leave you walking away from this podcast with a brighter or a more vivid pic of, oh, shit. They're trying to pull this off and they want me to be an extra in this movie here. So we got to really detach our energy from these situations because when they riot, they run it up. When you riot, they run it up. So. We look at this whole situation with this 2020 thing. Now, I seen some shit that I can't unsee. When they had these riots all across the country, shit was lit out here. Shit was super lit. And I'm not a, just a talking head, you know, a, a podcaster that's just talking and reading headlines. I was actually in the streets in my neighborhood, you know, talking to groups of kids that were on their way into stores and breaking into stores. I'm like, nah, chill out. Yo, y'all bugging. They setting y'all up get out of here like this shit ain't worth it i'm explaining to them yo you ever seen the show the wire remember the stingray oh stingray that's the shit where they they can turn on the stingray and pull your signal from a cell tower and get your exact location so if you're running into a store even if you got your covid mask on i know that's your cell phone that went into that that store so i'm educating these kids i'm showing them the stingray yo this is how it works it can clone your cell phone, even if your cell phone's off. So I'm, and I've literally saved about 20 kids that were from Jersey. I'm in New York City. I saved like 20 kids from Jersey. They broke into my neighborhood supermarket. Like they broke the big ass window and they're like they were on their way into the store. And just like I'm speaking to all you guys on the podcast, I'm in the streets talking to about 20 kids that, man, I ain't trying to hear none of this you talking. Like they were, I'm trying to feed my family. Like I get it. Or I, I just want to get some free shit. I get it. But Somewhere in that conversation, those kids stood there for about 20 minutes and talked with me and got to hear what I was saying. And, and yo, this is a setup. And I said, yo, I'm riding around block by block. I'm watching 
you know, cops park on one end of the street and it's like they're using stores as bait. They're purposely leaving certain stores open so they can get vandalized so they can arrest these kids. So like the whole city's in fucking chaos, right? So I'm seeing this and I'm like, yo, I'm telling the kids, yo, the cops is at the end of the block. They're going to set y'all up. I said, as soon as y'all go in the store, five minutes, the cops going to be here. I'm talking to these kids for five minutes and lo and behold, the cops pull up. But they got nobody to arrest because the kids look like they just on the street viewing what happened. Oh, what happened? Somebody broke a window and all the kids went home. Nobody was arrested. I was doing this for, for weeks. But then I go on one street and I watch a cop set a trash can on fire. New York City police. I watch him set the trash can on fire. I said, wait a minute. What the fuck's going on? I walk to the end of the block. I see about 20 cops in a circle having a meeting and shit. I said, yo, it's, it's, it's a trash can on fire at the top of the block. Cops look, it's one female cop and like all male cops. Female chick looked at me, looked down and kept talking to the hood niggas like I wasn't even standing. I said, yo, it's a trash can on fire. Like she said, we're not the fire department. This is what the bitch said. We're not the fire department. I said, yo, it's a trash can on fire. Like, yo, the fire could spread. Like, wh- like what are we doing? And the cop says, yeah, the protesters set it on fire. And I'm looking like, my man, I just watched the cop throw some shit in the trash can and the shit start with flames. So I said, yo, the cops are fueling the damage in terms of they setting shit on fire themselves to make it look like, yeah, the neighborhood's doing that. And then a lot of the businesses started doing that. We're going to go into that too, because do you know that's a new business town? Rioting? Oh, man. Shh, shh, nigga, you, you want a nice insurance claim? Just riot. Your business is about to go under? Fuck it. Blame it on Black Lives Matter and just break your windows. And then file an insurance claim. All of this shit is in play. So, a lot of people are set to gain a lot of financial incentives based upon you giving your energy to some shit protesting in the streets. They killed that brother. Oh my God. Like, your, your fight should be with the system in its totality but my thing is like y'all was all revved up in 2020 what the fuck happened to the energy i thought y'all was gonna keep that same energy what happened niggas stopped protesting after they ran in the stores and got a few gucci bags and shit everything went back to normal but even that was staged because i seen that they was leaving stores open so they could fuck up certain businesses so niggas can get that insurance money and then i seen overnight all of that shit just stopped it's like the police let it happen then in one fucking day, the police stopped everything. They was blocking off the Brooklyn Bridge because kids were coming from Brooklyn into the cities to, you know, go to go to uh, Fifth Avenue and all the high-end shops and just, you know, go in the Gucci store. So they allowed this shit to happen. And then in one day, they stopped all the shit. But here's the thing. They're going to allow it to happen yet again because this riot shit is big business, right? This orchestrated racism conversation is big business in this country. And Black Lives Matter agenda is going to be furthered. In fact, like, I don't even know how they got my fucking email, but they sent me an email saying, hey, join the fight. Black Lives Matter. I'm like, well, wait a minute. How the fuck these niggas get my email? But they mentioned that their agenda moving into 2023 and 2024, they're serious about defunding the police. Now they're talking about, you know, getting people without guns to do traffic stops. And I, I get some of that, but I'm like, there's a bigger agenda to this because they're still talking about defunding the police. 
What's, what does that mean? That means crime is going to run rampant in your neighborhoods. They're not talking about, yo, we're going to stop the police from the way they're treating you. They're using that. But their personal agenda is say, yo, let's take the money from these niggas and let's, let's use the money for ourselves. But my thing is, if you got no police in the streets, you're going to see what you see. And in fact, with the police in the street, there was another shooting on the train. Like, in New York City, like, you ain't never, like, people from New York, or you heard about New York in the 80s, and, and you ever seen the movie The Warriors, and it was gangs and graffiti on the train, that shit was really like that in New York. And in the early 90s, it was real dangerous to ride the train. Now, in the 2020s, it's even more dangerous, because now you don't have, like, where somebody got a knife, you might get to a knife fight on the platform. 37 people have been pushed in front of the train since 2020. Pushed in front of the train and killed. Many of them didn't even know the person that pushed them. Imagine you just standing on the platform and a motherfucker just pushes you into the train. That's happened 37 times. There's been five people that committed suicide. Excuse me. Five people a block from my house that committed suicide in New York City since 2020. But there's been a string of, you know, shit, a bank, a bank exec, uh, a hedge fund manager just killed himself about two weeks ago. He jumped off the terrace of... A, a bar you know it was basically a rooftop bar and this nigga had a drink and then just jumped off the terrace head first right so you're seeing this 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 uh powder keg of mental illness taking place across the country many people you know still haven't recovered from this the the unemployment rate is through the roof all of this stuff that they said they were fixing when they initially caused the problem this stuff hasn't been fixed the housing market all that shit is still about to go under so, I'm, but I'm not trying to put you in, in a doom and gloom state. I'm saying this to say this. We're not paying attention to the people that orchestrated all this, right? We're just being reactionary, like, oh my God, the system and this and that. When it's like, yo, who's at the top of all of this shit? Because where's the one case that's going to force all of these police stations across the country to revamp their policy? You, you notice how it's, it's, y'all go hard on one state and then another state will kill two or three people and then it's like oh man you know that's just that state that's just those cops over there when you got police stations across the country mishandling one particular group of people why do you need training for that you don't need training when when you run a pro when, when a cop arrests an indian person right that might be the same complexion as me he knows that person's an indian national he knows it he's gonna deal with them different you don't see them in the paper oh Cop shoots an Indian man for reaching for his wallet. You don't see that happening. Cop shoots Asian man for, for, for reaching for his wallet. You don't see that happening. Why do they need train here? Now, let's go back to the first reason why police were created. The officer, 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 overseer, right? The overseer, the ones that were catching runaway slaves. That was the first people that were given badges in this country. That policy hasn't changed. They're still sending these overseers out into communities to oppress the previously oppressed. To oppress the previously oppressed. So we have to be cognizant of this. Why is it you need training? That shit makes no sense. Even the cops in New York City like, yeah, what the fuck we need sensitivity training for? You guys implemented the stop and frisk. Y'all told us to bully these communities. You guys created the war on drugs. Y'all told us to lock these niggas the fuck up. Now the war on drugs is a war on war on a joke. Cause all the niggas that wage the war on the drugs, they're now open dispensaries selling weed. And you got people 
incarcerated for marijuana still to this day. I myself was almost killed by a police officer's car, ran me over, tried to kill me, planted an ounce of dope on me, all because I was selling weed that a soccer mom can now sell freely on any corner today in Manhattan. And they don't know, ah, we just got to have a few more talks on how we're going to accommodate these people or treat them civilly. And that's kind of why in the 60s they were marching for civil rights. But what did Martin Luther King say? I feel as though I integrated my people into a burning house. Because when he signed the civil rights bill of 1964, he says, I've been duped. These niggas created a civil rights bill of 1868, three years after slavery, that they were supposed to honor. Damn near 100 years later, they don't honor it because we're fighting for white water and, and to be able to be served at, at the front of a fucking lunch counter. To be able to walk into the movie theaters, the front, the front entrance. Do, do you see that we were fighting for people to just say, man, treat us kind of decent. Where's the, the, where's the equality? Fuck the kind of decent. Because that kind of decent shit is what you're dealing with with these police programs. Now you remember the Mike Brown, all this shit. Now, I'm a person speaking this conscious stuff and I've been doing this my whole life. But I've been around the millionaires, the money. I worked in the music industry for almost a decade. And worked around some of the biggest artists in the country. But in the midst of that happening, I remember, I was in the studio. I'm working with French Montana. We're working on this, on this project. And I wasn't even feeling it to be in the studio. I'm like, man, I'm about to go to Harlem to this protest. Now, this is before, you know, knowing that, oh, man, these protests don't, don't garner any results. But it was something in my spirit. It's like, man, wait a minute. Remember the Mike Brown case? They left the bodies... The guy's, uh, the young kid's body on the street for several hours, laying there. Remember, they left him in the street laying there? That's kind of like when they would leave a slave hanging in the tree all day for all to see. That's to control your rowdy Negro population. So, this Mike Brown thing was really fucking bothering me. And I said, man, I'm going to this protest. Now, I'm at the protest in Harlem. You know, same way it went now. It wasn't as violent as 20, as 2020. But, I'm in the face of the sergeants and I'm having a conversation. And the sergeants got the, the vans and, the, you know, the plastic zip ties and everything, everything. And they were just waiting to bully people. And I said, man, did y'all stop to even listen why people are out here? Do y'all even care about what we're talking about? And if not, it's going to continue to happen. So I'm talking to the sergeant. I'm like, man, us riling up is keeping hours on the clock for you guys. You guys are getting overtime. Nothing changes in your institution. So it's like this shit is a dead issue. But I, but I fast forward to this. I was one of the first people that started a petition for the body cameras, right? I, I got over 50,000 signatures. I'm running up to people in the industry. Yo, let me get your signature. This is when I found out a lot of the so-called conscious artists. These niggas ain't even conscious. I'll give you an example. Hey, man, we, we, we go by names here, man. So I go up to the artist Q-Tip. Now, Q-Tip's one of my favorite artists, conscious rapper, right? Salute. Salute the tribe, right? One of my favorite groups. And I got Q-Tip to sign the, the, the petition. I said, yo, man, that's fucked up what they did to Mike Brown. I said, bro, if, you know, you remember the Rodney King situation, you know, and the, they, they were convicted because this thing was on tape. So I said, man, if all these cops had these body cameras, man, it, it's an easy way to convict them. It's no way to say I didn't do what I did or you didn't see what you think you just saw. So this would minimize, you know, this violence that's being caused on our people. This is what I thought, right? Because I'm trying something, right? It's at the time. So I get him to sign a petition. I said, yo, yo, Tip, give me, give me an email that I can follow up with you to let you know when we get 
the the necessary signatures to move forward with this petition. He start flipping out. Nah, nah, nah. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. He start stuttering. I, I can't give you an email. I can't give you no email to. I don't want the people that know to know that my name's tied to this shit. See what I'm saying? See when when you see them stand up and stop this and LeBron James tweeting about the the, the Tyree Nichols case. That's somebody tapped him on the shoulder to do that. Hey, use your influence to stare some niggas to this situation so they can be angry about it. That's what that's about. So. When I seen that, man, the damn rappers don't want to stand with this shit. The conscious rappers, I said, oh, these these niggas is capping. So, fast forward, all across the country today, the police have the body camera. In fact, that's how you were able to see the five police officers killed his brother because they they have their body cameras on. So you see that that shit didn't solve nothing because the police is still going to look at shit at angles. But if an Asian man gets beat by the police. Oh my God, that's a hate crime. Immediately off the rip, they're going to say it's a hate crime because they know it's an entire national community that's going to be outraged that their Asian brethren was was harmed by an institution. They're going to be outraged. But when it comes to our people, they got to look at the tape again. Ah, let's look at a few more angles. Well, what did he do to get beat severely? Remember, Mike Brown, they said he stole black and miles from the store. Then we found out that was a doctored video that wasn't even the same kid. The kid did nothing wrong. Ends up dead laying in the fucking street. So my thing, I say that to say this. How many more names do we have to shout that you're not looking at the overall problem? We keep zeroing in on this this cop, that cop, this cop. But well, ain't all bad. So some all cops is good, is good. When when it's like it's a it's a system that's allowed to to police this way. Policy, police. Doesn't it sound similar? Policy, police. They're allowed to, to get away with this. So who do we address? This administration at the top. That's the conversation, not to defund the police. It's like, yo, my listen, listen, listen. We are still being treated as three-fifths of a human. You remember that? The three-fifths compromise? Where it took five niggas to equal three votes? Right. That kind of shit. So we're still not being treated equal in the land that's supposed to be for the free. But a lot of this shit is, is it's a reason why I'm painting these pictures, right? To, to build up to a consensus because I'm not just on a soapbox. Oh my God, the police did not. I've seen so many layers of this shit. And when I seen all the police activity and the police actually fucking the streets up and allowing shit to happen, I said, there's a bigger agenda on top. That's a bigger agenda on top. In fact, the same organizations that are banging on defund the police part of the plan do you understand if, if if i if i show you a city where we push that defund the police and do you see people blocking off cities and making their own cities and shit remember that I mean, a few years ago they had the people this was the the, the the i forget the town they called it it was like a czar town or whatever but it was like they took three or four city blocks and barricaded it from the police and said, this is our own tent city or some shit they created. Remember, that happened this year. And all of those people, many of them didn't even live in the area. They were government agents. Because just like the stage protests in Atlanta, the, the, the six Europeans that were arrested, none of them lived in Atlanta. In fact, they weren't even a part of the initial protests. But that's how they do it. Black Lives Matter is, is paying these protesters Hey guys, we're gonna protest on in this area. But then they're also paying the counter protesters. 
So it looks like, hey, we're Black Lives Matter, we're just having a peaceful protest. And then these people bum rushed it when they paid everybody that's there. So I'm telling all our people, stop showing up to these fucking protests. When you see 90% Europeans in the crowd screaming Black Lives Matter, they got to change your heart all of a sudden. Nah, not so. What I seen in 2020 and 2021, I seen street corners littered with senior citizens holding up Black Lives Matter George Floyd protest signs. I said, what the fuck? We got senior citizens protesting at the bus stop. I said, what's going on here? And I see a news crew filming it. So to the to the international world, it looks like, oh my God, the seniors are protesting. That shit was happening on a bus stop. One lonely bus stop in New York City. And I watched them do this weekly protest at this same bus stop. But when you film this shit and somebody watching on YouTube, it looks like they protesting every week in New York City against the police. See what's going on? In fact, they had about five protests in New York City since this uh, case has been announced. And they showed, you know, they got to get the, the photo op. They showed this young girl smashing her foot through the, the windshield of the police car. In 2020, remember, they set a police car on fire. In Atlanta, they set a police car on fire. It's the same shit. This isn't angry citizens doing this. This is your government staging the photo ops. So when they mention, oh, the riot in this state, the riot in that state, they got a screenshot to give you. And that plants on your subconscious. So now you're thinking, oh, the whole city's an uproar and everybody's turned to the streets. As I said to you, the past few weeks before this case was revving up, those kids are going back into those stores. You know, the stores they let them run into in 2020 and set them up. So all through New York City, shit, they lock up everything. They lock up the deodorant. They lock up the laundry detergent. You go into most of the bodegas, like, you don't know what's not locked up. Like, they're going to have to lock up the bag of chips next. Because just go in the store. Let's say you walk in the store with a suitcase. Open your suitcase and just start knocking shit off the shelves into your suitcase. Zip your shit up and just roll on out the store. This has been happening all across the city. Now... You got blocks and blocks of, of street corners where pharmacies and, you know, Dwayne Reeds and CBS used to be. They're all out of business. Many of them closed their doors. Like, it's really a ghost town. The whole block is empty fucking buildings now. And this just happened from 2020. So you're seeing they got a lot of real estate that they purchased, right? A lot of businesses went out of business, never coming back. You got thousands, millions of people out of work that were fired for refusing to take a vaccine when <laughs> the top of this year they reiterated the Supreme Court case that said the CDC has no constitutional power to force a vaccine on you. All of this shit is illegal. It's been illegal. But the CDC is, is now suggesting everyone get their vaccines. The CDC is still suggesting, key word, suggestion. The CDC doesn't have the power to tell you to tie your fucking shoe. But yet, three years plus, and you're still wearing a mask. I say this every time I speak about this on the podcast. Look this up. Now, you might, oh, I'm getting paid at my job, and all I gotta do is wear this mask. But the longer you wear the mask, this is why a lot of people are developing the RLS syndrome. The longer you wear the mask, you develop something called bacterial pneumonia. 
right? Human, the human body is, is so fascinating that the creator created it to where you have a nostril, you have two nostrils, and it's designed for airflow to, to, to come in and for carbon, carbon monoxide to come out. So now, carbon dioxide to come out. So now, look at this situation. You're going days and days and months and months blocking your airwaves where your body is supposed to naturally emit stomach gases and all this other stuff that's supposed to come out through your mouth, yawning and all this other stuff and breathing, but you're restricting your airflow. So long terms of blocking your airwaves, you develop something called bacterial pneumonia. And also because of the bacteria, the funky bacteria is on your fucking mask that you wear. Because even those original surgical masks, surgeons will tell you they change them shits every 20 minutes during surgery. They don't wear them shits eight hours. They, they wear them shits while they're doing the surgery. And then they keep it moving. But you're wearing these eight hours at your job. Your kid's wearing them eight hours on the playground. So all of this stuff. And then many of them, they're telling you, you can reuse your mask. That was the next thing. Where everybody start buying designer masks and the cloth masks, and then your some people hang their masks up, you know, on, on the coat rack and shit. They hang their masks up. Oh, I only need it for for work. They hang their masks up. Some people wash their shit two three days. Some people don't even wash their masks. Some people <laughs> probably got a cloth mask they haven't washed since 2020. But I say that to say this: you're developing bacterial pneumonia because you're breathing in harmful bacterias that should have been expelled so imagine you're five or six year old so this stuff develops onto the lungs and you have a respiratory issue but this is what they wanted because once you develop the respiratory issue you start to think maybe i got covid i need to take a test but remember the tests were bogus <laughs> so eh, all of this shit is orchestrated to to produce a, a result that they want and they're gonna get it but I wanted to go to something, right? I just wanted to paint a few pictures to show you where I'm getting at with this, right? Because this is what I see, and everything that I've pointed out since 2020, this stuff has played out. And I just try to give people some game so they step the bullshit and don't step into this. So now we're looking at the protests revving up. Angry niggas, get in the street. We're looking at all that rev up. We're looking at... A lot of money change hands because of this, right? I want to I I go over something, right? I want to go over the immigrant situation, the migrant situation, right? Because in New York City alone, we got over 43,000 migrants just dumped from here. Now, during the Trump administration and any other presidency, right? You had to, you know, ISIS was rounding people up illegally in the country when the government is buying flights, to get these people here wait a minute how are you going to deal with the, the the crisis of the migrants pouring in right remember people jump in the border wall and remember trump let's build a wall well in fact they're dismantling parts of the wall they're making the wall shorter where niggas could just hop over the shit but the government is giving flights to these migrants to get them here and then say oh my god what are we going to do with all these people at the border but then they let them in for asylum, and then they say, oh my God, we don't know how to house these people. All of this shit is part of the plan. Keep in mind, remember I mentioned the Real ID Act? What's that about? So the ID you have in your pocket isn't a real ID. As of May 2023, if you don't get it transferred over, it's going to say not for federal purposes. 
Meaning you can't go into any federal buildings with the standard ID that you currently have. You're going to have to switch over to get this real ID. It has, you know, some specific coding in it, you know, chipped up, the whole kind of nine. But it's to separate the population of this newly migrant population that they allowed to allowed to come in. What you talking about? Well, they had a bill that they was trying to push in 2021. They were trying to push this bill to help to, to help let migrants give give to basically give the migrants the right to vote. I said, wait a minute. How the fuck can you vote if you, you're not even from this country? Why would someone give someone a right to vote that's not a citizen? Why would they even push a bill through Congress if they didn't already have that in play? And then you see, a year later, let's take down pieces of the wall. Fuck it. Everybody can come here. But then, the same way you see the treatment of police not killing Europeans, police not killing Asians, right? And they need training because they just accidentally or just happen to kill a nigga, but it's not racism involved. The same scenario, these particular uh, institutions, they're now saying that we got an immigrant problem, but we're going to be harder on certain groups of immigrants than others. So that skin factor comes into play yet again. But we're not talking about race dealing with skin color, black and white, and this and that. It's a group of people that we're all going to collectively oppress, no matter what, in all institutions and walks of life. So you have 40,000 migrants dumped into to cities all across the country. Well, 40,000 in New York City. It's many in Texas and other places. And you remember the situation with the Haitians? Right. Uh-oh. Do they need sensitivity, sensitivity training? Because they got migrant advocates in New York City marching with these people they should have the rights and wait up you're in this country illegally you should have the right to do what get sent back to your country because guess what they're doing that to our people remember this is all dealing with class now remember the pictures where they showed the thousands of Haitian immigrants that tried to come here they was chasing them niggas on horses on horseback you remember that but now you got Immigrants from Mexico and Guatemala and all these other places, the people that, you know, that work in the back of the house at the restaurants in New York City already. Do you understand what's going on? They're replacing the workforce. They're not paying you niggas anymore. We could pay Felipe $3. He's not here. He's not here legally. We pay him $3. Give him a little, give him a little apartment and give him the right to vote and give him benefits. There's a changing of the guard taking place. So all of these people, remember we seen people wading in the water and they had food platters? Where the fuck they get the food platter from? The government paid for the flights from Haiti to here and then staged a photo op showing them rounding the people back up and sending them back home. But they were sending the picture to the international community, everybody else that ain't a nigga. Yo, all y'all gotta do is show up at the border, we gonna let y'all in. See what's taking place? This is what they were pushing, and now they're advocating it. In fact, they have apps that tell migrants how to end up at the border. They got, like, chat apps where they telling people, groups of y'all can meet up at this stop, and we got trucks that'll pick y'all up. Who's paying for all this? See, we're not paying attention that they're creating the problem, but they're really funding the problem. So let's look at something here. Mind you, 40,000 migrants from all other countries, pale complexion, 
in New York City. And in fact, they had people staked out of, it's a hotel called the Watson in New York City. And they transferred, um, they, uh, they transferred it to uh, basically a makeshift shelter. But it's still a hotel, right? So you got these migrants that might have lived in Mexico or somewhere and they might make $10 a month, right? Living in a shack. They in a plush-ass hotel in upper, the Upper West Side in New York City. They got a plush-ass hotel, you heard? Like their own apartment. They could call home, right? They, they Nobody pays for the calls, nothing. They got room service unlimited, all kind of shit, right? And this is how they're accommodating these migrants. Now, mind you, in New York City in 2020, remember, the homeless, they were trying to get the homeless people off the streets. They allowed them to stay in the hotels. But then most of the homeless were black and brown people. They said, kick these niggas out the hotel. Let's put them in the shelters. I'm going somewhere with this. So now these particular migrants in this hotel right now, the Watson, they're trying to kick them out. In fact, they already kicked them out. They saying they want to use the hotel for families. Keep in mind, illegal families. They, they not saying, yo, we're going to get y'all out of this hotel because, you know, you weren't designed to be a long-term resident here. They're saying, yo, we want to kick you migrants out so we can put in migrant families, people with families, with children. Now, we know how this child trafficking shit works because when this thing st- uh, first broke, there were thousands of kids at the border with no fucking parents. Like, niggas just rounded up mad kids with no parents. So it was like, they figured, yo, if my kid's already over here, I'll have a better chance of getting over here. But we're both illegally. Nobody's policing this shit. In fact, there was a leak on the on the ISIS website. You know how these data breaches all happen mysteriously all across the country. But there was a data breach on the ISIS uh, website, which never happened in, in the history of this country. And they exposed hundreds of thousands of names of, you know, migrants their cases so they had to let them all out they let them all out gave them no court date just said hey we'll 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 contact you when when your case shows up but we're gonna let you out because you know someone might be wanting to threaten you in your country when they hear about your name on the list that makes no fucking sense (laughs) the government caused their own breach so they could let these people out into the cities Many of these migrants are criminals. None of these people have been checked. None of this shit. They just, and, and, and the cities are on fire because a lot of these migrants are shoplifting and all kind of shit. So they're adding that to the city's crime rate to make it look like it's the city's people. But let's go back to this. So they want to kick the people out of this, this uh, Watson Hotel. And here's, the, here's the, the kicker. They're transporting them to Red Hook, Brooklyn, to the, to the fucking shipyard. They're putting them on this, this like, ship. <laughs> they got beds on the ship. And everybody's packed like sardines on some slave shit. You know, bed, cotton, you know, kind of like they got in overcrowded jails. Same shit. How they got our people. But they're trying to put these migrants in a situation. The migrants said, we don't want to leave the hotel. You are legally in this country. And now they're saying, we don't want to leave the hotel. It's so nice here. I can't call home. It's cold as hell in Brooklyn. We're not going to Brooklyn. Y'all trying to treat us like niggas. We not niggas. We the new niggas. See, they're coming to replace the niggas in the workforce. Where they don't have to pay you what you're, what you're worth. They're going to pay Felipe about $8. They'll gladly take the job. It's no accident while these people are rushing into your cities. So, these migrants are protesting right now as we speak. Outside 
this hotel. They got a tent set up on the street, and they got all these European, pay attention, because all these people got paid to come down there. They got all these white people down there saying they're migrant advocates. In fact, you could be a migrant advocate. You can start a GoFundMe and raise money for these people. Wait a minute, where the fuck is the raise money for reparations for the oppressed people in this country? Like, we got our own issues here. Now, I'm not, not trying to say don't have a heart for these people, but it's like, yo, you made the trek to get over to a country where you, nine times out of ten previously, would have been sent back. But now it's a fucking open-door policy, free-for-all. You get here and then say, you know what? Y'all treating me so nice. I don't want the other option you're giving me. I want this option. So these white people outside rallying, getting the news out there, these people should be treated better. Well, let's go to some treat people better shit. The mayor of New York City since 2020, they were rounding up black and brown homeless people, putting them in fucking psych wards, insane asylums. So if you're a white immigrant or if you're not a minority so-called immigrant or if you're not from Haiti, if you're not dark skin, right? Because they discriminate against Dominicans as well, too, right? So we're, we're keeping this in, in, in line of the conversation. But if you are a white immigrant, we got you. Solemn for you. If you're a black immigrant, you're a fucking nuisance and you need to go back to your country. And we're going to see that we get you back to your country. They made sure them niggas from Haiti got deported immediately. In fact, in one month, they, they sent 17,000 Haitians back home. They have not sent one immigrant from Guatemala, Mexico, they have them back. They're accommodating all of them. They're all getting to stay in plush hotels. But black and brown homeless people in New York City, they were forcing them into psych wards. You know, even the people that weren't a danger to themselves, even people that didn't have COVID, they weren't sick, they just, yo, I feel safer on the streets than in the shelter. Because the shelters are fucking rampant. So it's like, how are you trying to accommodate all these migrants when you have alone 40, 50, excuse me, 73,000 homeless people in New York City alone? This is what they recorded. Many of them are young teens and children. Homeless, on the street. Aside from the shelters and the shelter problems and the shelters have no funding and all this other stuff. But they got all this money to raise for migrants that, that are not even from this country. And everybody seems to be pouring in this funding all of a sudden. Why? Why are they trying to accommodate these people to stay here, to become citizens? The pathway to citizenship just got a lot easier. Well, wait a minute. What about the black and brown population that still aren't treated like citizens in their own fucking country? That's the issue I have. But 20,000 migrants deported to Haiti since the Biden inauguration. 20,000. And that's not to add the numbers as of this year. But yet, you can come from any other country, show up in droves, regardless your background, criminal history, they don't even give a fuck. They're accommodating you in plush hotels in upper New York City, for West Side. So, 17,900 people have been flown in just five months since September. So they, they provide them with flights back to their country. Oh, you're too kind when they want to kick you out. But these migrants are showing up buses, bus trips, flights. They, they showing up at airports. Like You'll see 40, 50 migrants camped out at JFK. Who the fuck got them a plane ticket? How'd they get here? But it's a social media campaign going on to say, yo, all you got to do is get here. That Biden nigga letting everybody eat beef. 
pull up unless you a Haitian or somebody. Then, then we sending you back home. See, they enforce immigration laws when it's dealing with black and brown people. But yet, everyone else. And I'm not making it a race issue, but I'm telling you, why is it a group of people are getting treated one particular way? And when we try to get an explanation, they can't seem to explain it to us. Right? When the police kill us repeatedly and this, that, and the other, they can't explain it to us why these cops seem to be on edge. When most of the cops that police your community, none of them live in your community. That's by design. And there's uh, the Title 42 in, in place, right? Title 42 was supposed to turn away people illegally entering the country. But it doesn't seem to be working, only on the Haitians. But everybody else can come over here, no problem. In fact, many of the workers that, that are at the hotel, they said they don't want to go to Brooklyn because they already secure jobs. Many of them are delivery persons and shit, working for restaurants, like they already been in New York City. See, it, it's business as usual. Many of the businesses uh, in New York City flourished because they had cheap labor, right? They, they never gave up the concept of slavery. I could get your work for nothing, and then I could amass larger profits. So many of these migrants that might have been in the country a week, they got a job, and you've been out of work since the pandemic. Them niggas got a job overnight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They only got an address, and they got a job. You see how people are going to get accommodated, and, and they're going to purposely make sure that that foot stays on your neck. This is crazy, B. 1.1 million. Department of Homeland Security expelled 13,683 Haitians apprehended at the U.S.-Mexico border. So even when the Haitians said, man, let's come through Mexico like everybody else. Uh-uh. They was cherry-picking. Ah, not you, nigga. Not you, nigga. All of the rest of these criminals over here, they could be from Mexican gangs. Come on in get your employment you niggas from haiti and you know how fucked it up it is in haiti the government's overthrown the president's corrupt so it's, it's really super violent in haiti where the people are really fleeing something to where they have an actual argument for seeking asylum you got people in mexico ain't shit going on in mexico they just like nigga i know i can get paid i can get a better job over here i want the american dream but i thought it was you know systems in place that you had to go about to become a citizen legally now, all you got to do is get a bus ticket and pull up. But I'm saying if you're going to allow that to happen and you're saying we care about people and there are people and they should be accommodated, well, accommodate the Haitians too. That's how I say. Accommodate my family too. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 it's always a double-edged sword. And it always cuts on, on the side that's dealing with our people. In September alone, they sent 18,000 Haitians back. 6,000 in July. 7,000 in June. 10,000 in December. See where I'm going with this? Zero has been sent back <laughs> from all these other South American countries. And yo, they got migrants coming from Ukraine. They got migrants coming from Russia. You heard? Everybody's pouring into this to this country. And now it's becoming the experiment 2.0. Because originally that's how it started, right? Many of these white immigrants, the poor whites and the vagrants and, and the criminals that they had in Europe, they emptied their jails and put all these white people on ships. Salute. This month I will be doing a lot of book reports on my podcast. where We go over some extensive uh, books where we just had some fun and we break out the true history 
especially behind in this country. So I'll be going over a book that explains a lot of these white slaves and how they got here. And now we're looking at the same thing because when you come from these third world countries as an immigrant, a migrant, and you come into America, so to speak, you'll take any job. So they got an answer to the workforce. Remember, we can't find people to, to want a job and all that. When un unemployment rate is 7%, shit. that's just, just in New York City. But now they got all these people to hire and they don't have to worry about, you know, whether you don't want to take the vaccine. These niggas will happily take the vaccine. You get this nigga $12 an hour. He, he was making $10 a year in his damn country. And you give him $12 an hour. He taking that. Oh, I got to get three vaccines. Okay, boss. I get them. So I'm saying to say this. They replaced you with a pre-robot class. They replaced you with a pre-robot class. And it's funny because many of the, the people that thought, you know, the robot's going to take over the world. Look at all the tech sectors that fired thousands of employees. The first people to go were the, the VR teams and the AI technology teams. They got all the AI they need. They got all the ones to do the machine learning and all that. So where they don't really need these smart people with all these qualifications and degrees. Nope. They need a nigga that don't say shit and won't argue about minimum wage or below minimum wage. So all of this is a factor. Keep that in mind. So all of these immigrants are allowed to stay in the country. They're being accommodated. And it's all by design. Because come 2024, these hundreds of thousands of immigrants that are purposely being poured into this country, they're going to be the new voting class. So whatever next candidate that they got to cook up, they can't get you with the mail-in ballots because they said they want to end the pandemic by May of 2023. When, no, they're going to rev it back up by May. They're going to ride it out until 2024, the election season. Because they figured, yo, never before in this country were they able to use millions and millions of mail-in ballots. Remember, you can't go to the, to the polls. It's not safe. COVID's out there. And in fact, they're using that same shit for the migrants. The migrants that don't want to leave these hotels to go to Brooklyn, where they got, you know, basically like a shelter set up, where all the other shelters are set up for our people, where it's beds next to beds. A lot of these shelters are set up like that. Shit look like Rikers for them. And they like, we don't want to be treated like niggers. We're not going to Brooklyn Rikers. So they don't want to go to this new makeshift shelter for them. But it's like, yo, our people can get treated like that, no problem. These people immediately say, we're not, we're too good. We're too good of a legal immigrant <laughs> to sleep in your shelter, nigga. I want a plush Fifth Avenue hotel apartment. And these white advocates are saying, yeah, they should get that. But what about the 73,000 homeless people that live in New York City? Or they don't live here because they, they don't have a residence. But look at all the people that are homeless that you're not helping. They, they, they created a $25 million grant for homeless people. What homeless people are you talking about? Because the black and brown people, y'all putting them in psych wards. But the immigrants are homeless. You niggas is talking about finding them housing. Make that make sense. So if it's something that people should be outraged about, look at the world changing around you. You have been passed over yet again. And they don't even need your vote. You don't even got to speak English to vote. They don't even need your vote, my nigga. So all of that, we're going to hold our vote and we're going to, we're not, 
that that shit is no longer in play. They don't need your vote. So now they give you whatever candidate and it's going to go. They want Biden to get a third term, a fourth term. That nigga be president in his casket. You know what I'm saying? The niggas will still vote for him. They got the voting class to get in whatever candidate and push whatever agenda they need. And that trickles down because we're not just talking about presidency, right? You have this new voting class that can vote in senators, judges, right? Councilmen. Basically, your whole... So it, it, it kind of fixes the position of the corrupt. I don't have to tap dance smiles and teeth for your vote. I got 100,000 migrants in a clip that don't speak English. You heard? I help these niggas get, get into their shelter. Think they not voting for me? Sure they are. But as I said, if that's not the plan, why were they, why were they trying to push a bill that say, you know, a legal citizen should have the right to vote? Make it make sense. That's why they gave all this money to Ukraine. In fact, people from Ukraine can come over here and a European could be a sponsor of theirs. Meaning you could legally have a GoFundMe to raise money for the migrant to be comfortable illegally in the country. Welcome to the future, guys. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Welcome to the future. But I wanted to reel this whole story in to show you that when you riot, they run it up. And they're about to run it up yet again. See, never before in history have we seen the insurance damage that exceeded what 2020 did. Never before in history. Now, I'm talking about the watch riots, the riots in the 60s. You know what I'm saying? 92 riot, none, none of that shit exceeds the damage or the value that was made by these corporations. See, they started to see, oh shit, you know what? When the niggas wild out, they fuck up the businesses. But these niggas don't own their own businesses. So nine times out of ten, the businesses are our businesses. So wait a minute. Why not donate money to Black Lives Matter? Then get the protesters to fuck up our business. Then file an insurance claim. We eat on both sides of the equation. So let's look at this. From Axos.com. The exclusive $1 billion plus riot damage is most expensive in insurance history. See what's going on? They perfected their shit in 2020, and they're about to reload it in 2023. Don't give your energy to this bullshit. Don't be at none of these stage protests. So now, let's look at the numbers. In May 6th through June 8th of 2020, 20 states across the U.S. had protests and riots. And the damage upwards to $1 to $2 billion dollars. In 2020 alone, you said 20 states all simultaneously said, yeah, George Floyd, and just randomly start destroying businesses upwards to $2 billion in damage. And that's a coincidence. Right. Why do you think Black Lives Matter got the 60 million? So they could be the head of the stage protests under the guise of angry black people and we want justice when all of the people that came to the protest that was damaging shit they got paid for that agenda April 29th and through May 4th of 1992 that's the LA riots 1 to to 1 uh, 1 million four, 1 billion excuse me 1 billion 420 million in damage 
almost two two billion in damage and that was the watts riots that was the riots in 92 that was the rodney king shit so remember they had to shut the city down national guard we all remember that so they looked at that moment and said yo that was a time when when we got upset these motherfuckers were terrified oh shit we gotta call the national guard because they might unify and figure out that we're causing the problems in all their communities but yet we didn't right because remember the gangs had a, had a truce back then the bloods and the crips and then the government said nah y'all are agents we need the gangs going at it and then when the when the, the bloods and the crips had a truce many of the the gang units they would ride around in different gang member cars and do drive-bys so the truce was off then the violence went back on and then the gangs and then and then you, you seen where nipsey also tried to do the same thing meet with the lapd to unify you know the gang so you know it can minimize the gang violence and then that brother mysteriously loses his life all of these things are tied together so there was uh the riots in the 65s right 1965 we're talking about all the time around dr king and all this stuff being killed right in the 60s all the stuff they showed us in history 357 million dollars worth of insurance damage from those riots 2020 got that beat like four or five times over but what came out of the protest see what came out of the 60 shit they was trying to sign bills they like oh these people might really unify and go against the true enemy so we got to give them a token and that's what the civil rights bill was about but then before they killed Martin Luther King he says I felt as though I integrated my people into a burning house the riots of 1967 right remember this all this around the time Martin and Malcolm was killed Detroit Michigan they had a riot 322 million dollars in insurance damage see where are we going with this April 4th 1968 now we know April 4th that's when they killed King Nine, 97 million dollars in insurance damage from the riots they had a riot in 68 in Baltimore Maryland 104 million dollars in damage they had a riot in uh, 1977 remember the, the blackouts in the 70s and all that they had a riot in New York City in 77 118 million dollars in insurance damage they had a riot in 1980 in Miami Florida 204 million dollars in damage one in 67 in Detroit, Michigan, 322 million, right? Do you see where all this is going? They figured out a way to bail out a lot of these failing corporations. That many of them, they were in the red before the pandemic. But now, on top of me getting my PPP money and all that bailout money from my business, right after I get my business back up into tip-top shape, Oh my God, they rioted. They burnt my store down. That's another claim. It's another check. You ain't even got to open up a business. So now it doesn't even matter, you know, what kind of customers you got frequent in your business. You just cashed out on the insurance claim. Pay attention. This is why they setting police cars on fire and all. And this is why they got the protests in Atlanta. Now they're saying that the six so-called white kids that they arrested that don't even live in Atlanta, they're trying to say that this is a act of terrorism but here's the thing you remember when they call somebody a terrorist that should be like a federal crime a federal case you won't see this case die out and you're gonna hear nothing else about it wait a minute you charging a nigga with 
terrorism? Is, isn't that supposed to be of high, the highest priority? National security? But yet, many of the kids that caused the riot in Atlanta, they're out on bond as we speak. Right. Let your people be a part of a protest and you cause that kind of damage. See, they were allowed to cause that. In fact, they were hired to cause that damage. To do what? When you see it, oh shit, we could run in the stores too. Monkey see, monkey do. See what's going on? Right now, all this month in February, they're going to entice these young people that are that are struggling. Many people across the country struggling financially. They're going to fall back into those stores. That's the design. Because many of these failing businesses that, you know, even they got their PPP money, nobody's spending money. It looks like everybody's spending, yo, this shit's fucked up out here. Like, you keep thinking that everybody's up, nigga, we up. A lot of people are check to check out here. And the minute they tell you, hey, you got to get five vaccines to keep your job, the minute they put a little bit more pressure on people, they're going to lose their shirt. They're going to lose their shit out here. It's, it's so many uh, buildings and uh, the public housing buildings, they're behind on funding. They're not repairing the buildings because they're saying the people aren't paying the rent, but the people can't pay the rent because you forced them out of a job. With a fucking pandemic that you can keep calling, calling an emergency every month. Now, they get access to more COVID funding. Each state that, uh, that announces this shit is a state of emergency. Now, in New York City, they said, you know, 20,000 people die from COVID. Where? I ain't hear about one funeral in this fucking state related to COVID. But mysteriously, by December, they said, man, 17,000, oh, 18,000, 20,000 people done died. So now they carry over these fictitious numbers and they came out publicly and said that, yeah, we miscounted. You don't say. They can transfer these numbers over into the conversation in 2023 and say, yeah, we got to extend the pandemic. See how this works? So the president's saying we're going to we're going to end this shit in May. Nah, nigga, they're going to implement that new ID shit. They're going to bring in their new implements, by their new immigrants by May. And then in May, they're going to rev up a new strand and they're going to be forcing people to take their vaccines all over again. How do I know this? You remember they just came out the top of the year. They said that, you know, it was illegal to have the vaccine mandate for the healthcare workers. Okay, that's all fine and dandy. Sounds like a win for the healthcare workers. Nope. The governor of New York City said we're not rehiring anybody that was fired for refusing to take a vaccine by an illegal mandate. Make that make sense. Right. So if that pressure is being put upon you, contact me. 3RD. Number three, the letter R, the letter D, third. Third, the letter I, H-I-G-H, the number one. Third, I, hi, the number one at gmail.com. If you want to book a consultation to get a religious exemption, it's guaranteed to get approved. Wherever you work at, whatever university you go to, wherever college, anything. But they're going to be putting pressure on people this month. They're going to rev this shit back up because they have to make it. They got to get you invested in this shit spiritually moving into this next election. So they can pull off this, you know, workforce swap out. Because the migrants are here to replace you. We keep saying we're going to be replaced by the robots. Yeah, the robots in spirit. Those that don't buck at the oppression. Those that's going to say, hey, I'll gladly take this $2. That's the robot class that's replacing you. So now, $2 billion in damage. The protests that took place in 140 cities this spring were mostly peaceful, but the arson, vandalism, and looting that did occur will result in at least $1 billion to $2 billion of paid insurance claims. Eclipsing the record set in the LA 92 
riots after the acquittal of the police officers who brutalized Rodney King. See, everything now that they're using where you're seeing body cam videos and the cops doing all this shit, the cop don't know his, ca- his camera's on? Of course they do. They all are trying to get the Rodney King effect. Every time you niggas watch the video, that's why I didn't even watch that shit with the five officers. I'm not even watching that. Don't even share it. Don't put it on the timeline. But when you watch it, they want to get the Rodney King effect. It's going to make these niggas riot. And the more they riot, the more we run it up. The more they riot, the more we run it up. So how it works. A company called Property Claim Services has tracked insurance claims related to civil disorders since 1950. It classifies anything over $25 million in insurance losses as a catastrophe and reports that the unrest this year from May 26 to June, June 8th will cost the insurance industry far more than any prior one. So you don't think they're trying to top the payouts they got in 2020? Yep. Remember, these businesses haven't been profitable since this pandemic. Everybody keep thinking all these businesses are back opening. They're not reaching the sales they had pre-pandemic. That's all across the country. Banks, every, everybody's losing. They're all just keeping quiet on the severity of the damage. But it's about to hit us moving into this next election season. And they know it, that you're not going to forget all these politicians that sold you out. So now they don't have to shuck and jive for your vote. They got somebody that don't speak English. And all they just say, vote for me. That's the only English they know. Vote for me. You know what I'm saying? They tell them the candidate, they show up. Hey, man, vote for so-and-so. We got benefits for you. So this this George Floyd protest sparked $2 billion in damage. Excuse me, $2 billion in claims that were paid to corporations. So did, did you really achieve anything? Or did you put more money into the pockets of the corporations that you were already spending your money with? Right. Right, when they burned down the Wendy's or they burned down the KFC, like you niggas was already spending money at these spots before they burned them down. So they're still making money. I just think this shit is disturbing, right? Even in the situation with the hurricanes. Hurricanes, $3 billion in insurance loss. So you're saying that these staged protests, the same type of damage is like as if a hurricane hit a city. Wow. They don't even need natural disasters. All they need is another police shooting headline. And they can get paid. See, they know that as a people, you're reactionary. You're not even taking into account, well, wait a minute. How the fuck does this affect my day-to-day? That brother getting killed by the cops and his own personal shit, how does that personally affect me? It doesn't. And I'm not being, being insensitive, but I'm saying, why is it that they tell you when to care about our issues? We seen how the police been treating us for 30, 40, 50 years, 60 years. Many people that are older can attest to this. We know how we've been getting getting treated. We know this. So why is it that around the clock, all the news stations are all going to run this video on cue? We're going to show it in its totality. We're going to show it in in its entirety. In fact, we're going to replay it. We're going to replay it when we come back from commercial. We're like, wait a minute. Like all these, these news channels that their ratings have dropped in the past month because they're not you know, putting out fake COVID stats. These, these niggas all now have new footage that everyone's flocking to the news channels. Oh, I want to see the video. I want to see how they beat that brother so I can get angry and do what? And do what? You should have been angry. That anger should have been transferred 
to action now. At some point, you have the blueprint from what happened in the 60s. How the fuck are you still marching from the 60s? You notice this orchestrated. All of this is orchestrated. So now, they are administering something called orchestrated anger. I tell you when to get angry. I tell you what to get angry at. I tell you to be angry for this duration. And then I cash in. $25 million in damage was one of the first cases in 2015. The death of Freddie Gray. See, remember, you remember that? What happened? Say his name. What happened to all that? What happened to those campaigns? They all died out. And then right on cue, they bring them back. And what's what's unfortunate, and a lot of the young people I've seen at these protests, Union Square and New York City, all these young kids, they just want to be a part, you know, because they heard about the 60s and we're protesting and we're standing up to the system when they don't know that they're being used as pawns in a bigger game. So many of these kids come down and, you know, they might have had a, a real gripe with the police so they can sympathize with the situation. But if this situation is staged and purposely being shown to us to pull on us to get a specific reaction so somebody could cash in, if you're not privy to that, you're going to continue to be someone's pawn. Because this is a damn game of chess. Playing checkers, this is a game of chess. Interesting shit. So I just wanted to really cover this to a certain level because many of these migrants, they're all receiving the benefits that they should have been given to the so-called people they freed or the, or the so-called people that they say, hey, we're no longer going to oppress. You guys are equal now. They seem to don't know why you're still angry, why you still seem to be pointing out racism when they keep creating new systems to oppress you and then act as if the system is supposed to help you. Make it make sense. So that's, that, that's my take on it, you know, and I really believe that you help out one group of people that are legally in the country. You're accommodating these people. You're, you're saying, oh, we got to address the homelessness. But yet you won't address 70,000, over 70,000 homeless people in your own city. Because many of them are black and brown people. Many of them share the same identity as the so-called mayor, who seems to be looking the other way. And they're all saying, well, you know, they need to dump these migrants in another city. How is it that they're all freely allowed to come here? And then they say the Right to Shelter Act, right? The Right to Shelter Act, which means if you illegally come to this motherfucking country and I show up and you show up in my state, I have to accommodate you with food, clothing, and shelter. How so? When so many of our people are left on the streets with no fucking help. But when it comes to someone from another country, oh shit, this, this, this act is in play now. They choose who they want to have sympathy for. They choose what 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 wrong they want to write. That shit makes no sense. Where's the sponsors for the people in this country? Where's the funding for the shelters in this country? For the for the women and, 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 and the abused moms that live in these shelters that are underfunded? Where the fuck is their benefit? But yet, somebody that illegally Key word, illegally, because I keep saying that, you know, they, they keep talking about crimes and people committing crimes and they look at all our people as criminals. Well, when you cross the border legally, doesn't that make you a criminal? Why do you get accommodated? And if so, why aren't you shutting down Rikers Island? Since the pandemic, dozens of people were killed in the prison. Why are you not helping out those oppressed people in there? You want them to have fair treatment, right? Like you keep saying, well, make it all the way across the board.
That's my thing. Just make it all the way across the board. But if that doesn't happen, we know that this is only put in place to benefit every other group of people other than the people they choose to keep under a form of oppression. Disguised under everybody's equal. Why don't you feel equal? I guarantee you, if we're riding in the car, five different races, Asian person, white person, excuse me, Asian person, white person, Mexican man, so-called black man, Indian man, we all in the car riding, and the cop pulls over the car, who the fuck you think in the car is going to be nervous? Just think about that for a second. Every other national, when we all ride in the same car and we get stopped by the cops. Is A, the brother going to say, hey, man, they, they, they're probably going to fuck with me. Or is everybody going in the car going to say, oh, my God, here's these, here's these aggressive police again. I heard about them. No other race of people are on edge but our people. Even when you riding around and you ain't dirty, you hear them sirens behind you. You get a little nervous. Like, what? hope these niggas don't pull me over with that bullshit. You got people that work at Fortune 500 companies, black CEOs. I guarantee you, the cop pull you over, he don't know that you're the CEO of the company. He gonna pull you over like some nigga from the hood. And you gonna have that same anxiety as these young kids are having. So, until we address that, that has to go. Why do we feel a certain way when we come in contact with them? Why do they feel a certain way when they come in contact with us? At these police academy trainings, they teach them. These people act like this in this community. They on edge. They, they, they give them a protocol. When they act this way and that way, they might got drugs on them. When they act this way and nervous, they might have a gun on them. This is how they teach them to interact with us. Many of these police that never grew up around us, the minute they come in contact with us and they start to see some of the stuff in their training, they all on edge. Shoot these niggas. Go mode. Because they know it's no repercussions for when you someone from this community because it's no community community is two words communing people coming together and unity community we don't have none of that so they can freely ride around and terrorize the, the townspeople because there's no backlash but as i said the more you riot the more they run it up i am your host jf bay this is the third eye high podcast we deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture I want to shout out some of my listeners. I give thanks for you tuning in. You could have been listening to some bullshit today, but you decided to get this spiritual download to just grab some of this light because there's going to be a series of things moving forward that's going to rattle our energy if you're not grounded. Now, if you thought, you know, you done dealt with enough during 2020 and man, when is this shit going to end? It's just getting started. Until we start to address the people that cause the problem. See, we're all looking at the, the, the people participating in the problem and, and the people reacting to the problem. But we're not looking at the people that created the initial problem. Because they laughing all the way to the motherfucking bank. The more you riot, the more they run it up. That's why they're showing this shit around the clock. But as I said, keep that same energy. Because the officer that killed George Floyd has appealed his case and... uh. He's going to win his appeal. So they already got you a situation to be angry about come the summertime. So stay tuned for that. During the summer, they're going to announce that too. They know what they're doing.
but they know in May, May is Mother's Month, you know, Mother's Day and all that. They know what they're doing. May flowers and all that. They know May is the end of cold and flu season. They know that the numbers are going to stop, so they can't perpetrate it, but then they're just going to create a new strand. And this new strand is going to be, oh, my God, this new strand supersedes any of the vaccines, and we have to create a new one. They already came out with, with uh, information from the FDA and the CDC that basically they're going to make the COVID vaccine a yearly vaccine. So if you didn't stand up to this deadly shit, they're making it a yearly requirement that, you know, the schools are going to be checking. Oh, did she have her COVID shot? All of this shit's illegal. But if they put it in policy, you think a policy is a law. Not so. Now, this podcast is here to educate people on these things. I don't just gossip about situations. I try to get you to think in layers. I try to get you to critically think. All of this shit is still illegal. But the way this country works, ignorance of the law is no excuse. They say all these laws are public knowledge. All of these violations we're causing against you is public knowledge. But if you don't know how we're violating you or can stand up to say that you're being violated, we're going to continue to violate you. And that's why none of these people can get their jobs back. Look at the condition of the country. They're raising money for people illegally in the country, trying to find them housing. You got people that live in New York City right now. They're suing the welfare organization. They're suing them for what? Backlog applications. There's thousands of people's applications that haven't been approved in New York City. They have the funding. So who are they saving the money for? See what's going on there? They won't help the people that, that are citizens of the state. Giving them access to this, to this money that the money was allocated for that very purpose. But now the people of the city have to actually sue SNAP benefits and the government programs. They have to sue them. This has never happened in the history of this country. All of this shit is falling apart. What a time to be alive. See, I'm not trying to... This ain't a fearful podcast. I'm just showing you the changing climate so you can raise your vibration and navigate through this. Because it's a lot of us on the other side of this shit. But you gotta not be distracted by the bullshit. Stop giving your energy to the bullshit. And stand up for something that's... I want to shout out some of my listeners. Shout out to Lois Hampton. Shout out to M. Cope. Brian. Frankie J. Ralph Wayne. Michael J. Alik. Uh, Jay. Shouts out. Thanks for listening. Uh, Law of the Galaxy. Elizabeth. Uh, Miranda. Sudoku Moth, thanks for always tuning in, sister. Always good insight. Uh, Austin Leakes, Reggie Woods, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Laura Martin, Marcy Ann, Ruby Gonzalez, uh, Trauma Shaman, Mr. Two Extra, uh, Phoenix, uh, Hakeem Ali, uh, Wendy, Daquan, uh, James Smith, Matthew Burris, Jason B, DJ Shamrock, Amanda Reed, Daryl, thanks for tuning in. Sabbath Lounge, Sarah, thanks for tuning in, Miss Cookie, Robert, uh, Hannah, and anyone else listening in, and of course, anyone listening uh, to the podcast. You can find the Third Eye High podcast on any podcast streaming platforms. And as I said, I'm your host, JF Bay. This is the Third Eye High podcast. I'm just here to shine my light your way, help you find your light switch, and keep your light lit. And at the Third Eye High podcast, we deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture because it's time for us to raise above the bullshit we had three years 
Many of us had our whole lives to wake up, but you had three years to wake up from this nightmare. And if you are still asleep, you're preparing for your eternal rest. And that's real because many people that, you know, took this experimental vaccine, these adverse reactions are coming back and they're covering their asses yet again. That's crazy. They said, yo, the heart attacks are linked to COVID. <laughs> when they got caught and they said that the vaccines caused the heart attack. Now they saying, get your vaccine so you won't catch COVID and catch a heart attack. Man, they got, they got a mean PR spin, yo. But I ain't buying it. And, and I know you're not buying it either. And that's why you seek out independent journalism, independent information uncensored, unfiltered podcast of this magnitude. I got banned off for three months. I got banned for three months off of Facebook for talking about shit like this, for exposing the pandemic, for helping people with their religious exemptions. They banned me off of Facebook for that. Three months. And even now that I'm back, none of my content is still in the algorithm. All of my content is still at the bottom of the feed. No explanation. I'll post something, people will see it three days later. Damn, bro, you're never online. I might post something every day, they never see it. Got rid of all the view count on all my bills. But then the story that comes out, I mentioned this uh, on the podcast last year, but there was a story that came out that the Biden administration paid Facebook, Twitter, and all these social media platforms to purposely censor anyone going against their agenda. That's public knowledge now. That should be a crime, but yet, just the cost of doing business. So I just want us to look at how these policies are being implemented around us. How do we stop it? We gotta call this shit out. How is everybody still cool with all this shit? You, 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 don't, you don't feel like, yo, these niggas did some bullshit to everybody's livelihood, but they're about to remind you of the plan moving forward this year. See. 2022 was to get you back in your comfort zone. Oh, man, I done made it. I done paid my taxes. Many people don't know that you're going to get a lesser tax return this year. Oh, you didn't know. Remember the child tax credit? You thought you was getting some extra money. Guess what? When you file your taxes this year, they're going to deduct that money. So just keep that in mind. And if you made a little bit more than pandemic levels, eh, you might not have access to the same tax credits you had during the pandemic. So just keep that in mind, too. See, they entice people with a few dollars to mask the fact that they was fucking this shit all up. It's the Rome syndrome. And what's the Rome syndrome? Rome syndrome is this. Before the people riot, they pay the people not to riot. So they'll pay them to protest. Then they pay you. That's what the, the, the COVID money was about. They pay you to stay calm during the riot. But this is what happened before Rome fell. They paid the people not to revolt. And what happened? They revolted anyway. And this is the time and the stage where we're moving forward into. All of that free money they was giving out and, and the free range and the kids could run into the stores and fuck shit up. What do you think happened? You think the kids forgot that? The kids is hungry now? Nope, nope. They're running into these stores right now as we speak. So get ready for a busy summer. Because it's going to read what 2020 looked like. That was the drill. Henceforth, what was the genre of music that, that came out of the pandemic? Drill music. Because <laughs> this whole shit was a drill by your government. A psychological drill. And the more you riot, the more they run it up. 
Until next time, this is the Third Eye High podcast. And if you want to support the podcast, you can do that in the following ways. You can support by paying attention. Got your donation. Salute. You can support by sharing this talk, sharing the bill, sharing the podcast. If you want to send a monetary donation, you can do that. My cash app, dollar sign, far out flow. F-A-R-O-U-T-F-L-O-W. Far out flow is my cash app. And my PayPal, Phil Real music at gmail.com right but again you paid attention that was a spiritual exchange of currency so i'm compensated i give thanks for you tuning in continue to support and share the podcast continue to tune in for talks like this because they want to break up this network of critical thinking they want to break this network of think for yourself right they want everyone angry on cue they want everyone reactionary on cue because somebody sitting back, they got analysts looking back. Well, we're going to make this kind of bag off this event. We're going to make this kind of bag off this event. So we start, we have to start looking at taking our energy away from these events and stop participating in them. Because you notice the more we stop paying attention to the pandemic, the, the lie starts to die, right? The lie starts to die. It's like they don't even have to do the round the clock, you know, briefings. and all. You ain't never seen these niggas on the news in months talking about this shit but then it'll be a headline that the cases are going up right around the time that the state has to renew their emergency powers of declaring a state of emergency see all of that shit is tied into that's a crime too in itself it's all violating the constitution but what do i know i'm just trying to get us to to look at the power that we do have and the power is in the influence because if i can influence your perception I can alter your perception. And if I can alter your perception, then I can dictate your reaction. And if I can dictate your reaction, I can checkmate you at a moment's notice. So, continue to keep your third eye high. Stand up for something that matters. I love you all to life. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace, love, and more life.